I'm um, starting my podcast, and uh, I'm naming it Heart to Heart. Um, I want to speak on um, chapter 13 um, of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 13. I'm just going to read the whole chapter. Um, man, if you have any comments, just just follow along. You can hit them up. I'll try to answer if I can. Um, depending on, depending on where God is leading me, Father God, I pray you have your way. Glory to you, Father God, first, and we love you back in Jesus' name, Amen. First Corinthians chapter thirteen it speaks. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries. And all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profited me nothing. Charity suffered long and is kind. Charity envied not. Charity vaunted not itself, is not puffed up. Do not behave itself unseemly, seeking not her own. Is not easily provoked, thinking no evil. Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bear it all things, believe it all things, hope it all things, endure it all things. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now I'm by the faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity. Um, and First Corinthians chapter 13, charity is basically love. It's another word for love. Um, love for oneself, love for one neighbor. Um, loving through hurt. Um, loving through all situations. Um, right now, um, God had put a spirit of victory into the atmosphere. We have been victorious in, um, in counteracting certain levels of racism um, and um, help to God and help to um, how he maneuvered things. I've seen 400 years of oppression be not totally knocked down, but injured in a few weeks. That's God. That's God. Uh, there's been a movement all over the world just because of the movement in America. And um, I thank God for the parents of Mr. Floyd and the people who lost a loved one and the people of color who have lost their life, I grieve for their loved ones and and I grieve for our people 
but I believe God is using everything for the good. And, um, and that what's happening now is going to shift things, not only in America, but around the globe. Um, man, the biggest thing you can do right now is love. Uh, and I know love exposes yourself. It exposes your heart to different conditions. You want people to love you back the way that you've been loved. Um, um, some people love on different levels. Some people might not even know really how to love, but um, it's a learning process, learning you. Um, another individual, you learning that individual. Um, love is... It's bigger than a four-letter word. We we learned that there are different types of love. You know, you got what's called phileo. Um, in Latin, love is not just one word. It's broken down in different um, words. Um, love is also phileo, which represents brotherly love, the love you have between a friend. You have um, you have eros. Um, that's the love that's um, intimate. Um, and you have agape. Agape love is unconditional. We look for that agape love a lot. Um, and I can understand why. Um, love is long-suffering, man. You know, love is um, love is kind. It's not puffed up. Um, anytime you see something puffed up, a lot of times it ain't love. It's has to do with ego. Um, love is bigger than an emotion. Love is an action. Jesus died on a cross for us. That's love. It was an action that was done. When you say you love somebody, it's not just having sex with somebody or wanting somebody to pay you back for a kind gesture. Um, them things are not love. Um, love transcends time love um love does things that things um other words can do hate um envy um people will will mask that in love but it's really not love it's an ulterior motive um Love is the strongest force known to man. The universe is what's created out of love. You was created out of love. Um, um, right now, man, I experienced something Sunday. I was I was on my way to church and um man, I had a real bad tire on my car and my and my car was shaking violently. You know what I'm saying? And it was just I'm like, my tire could blow at any minute. And um, so when I pulled up to a gas station, I seen that my um, my tire was, was in bad shape. The wires were hanging out. I didn't know my tire was that bad. It was shaking. Um, I went to a tire shop. It wasn't open. So I'm like, man, I'm going to go to church. So on my way to church, um, I said, man, I need to get a tire. I'm at the red light. I said, man, I'm not even going to get a tire because I don't want to be late for church as far as, you know, um, prayer uh, intercession. So, um, uh, man, so as soon as I often go through the red light, God said, son, go get you a tire. 
I'm not on any medication for hallucinating or hearing voices or anything like that. But the one thing about being saved, God will speak to you. You're speaking your heart. You're speaking your mind. It's one no um, spooky thing. It was it was the tone of a father that's concerned. He said, "Son, go get your tire." This is what God told me while I'm sitting at the real life, and I go and go to church instead of just trying to do what I need to do. And um, I found a tire shop in uh, in Pleasant Grove. Uh, when I rolled up to the tire shop, as soon as I drove in front of the tire shop, my tire um, busted. And man, I pulled into the tire shop and God allowed me to make it all the way to the tire shop. And, uh, And right there at the tire shop is when my tire went out on me. When God give you instructions, he don't give you instructions in his word or through his people to hurt you. You might not understand it. Sometimes you're in a shaky situation and you don't, you don't know that your tire is finna blow and God is telling you to make a move this way or that way. And when you listen to it, that's the outcome. God allowed me to make it all the way to a tire shop before my tire um, blew on me. I didn't have to sit on the side of a road and wait for somebody to come help me change my tire. I didn't have to get out and change my tire. It's love. Love brings a level of convenience. It brings a level of inconvenience. But what situation have you been in where, you know, everything's shaking around you and you just have to make it to your destination? And what was God's instruction on you making to your destination? Um, Man, the opposite of love we know is hate. And um, we have a lot of stories as black people about hate um, because of who we are. Um, White people have them. Hispanic people have them, things of this nature. And um, man, just living through the opposite of love can really be hard sometimes. I used to hear these stories growing up. Like I remember one time back in the 80s, my mom was talking to a relative and um, the relative said, um, you remember such and such, such and such? And my mom like, yeah. You know, um, he got locked up in the 50s for for sleeping with a, a, a white woman. God messed with a white woman. He got locked up in the 50s. So well, he just got out of jail. It's the 80s. It's 30, it's 30 some years later. And you hear stories like that. Or you hear stories about um People getting killed, pulled over, beat. I have one friend. Um, he um he was walking down the street. He was intoxicated. I mean, he ain't he ain't no he ain't no bigger than a kid almost. He's literally very small. And he was saying that 
police put him in the back of a car, beat him up, and put him out and bound the church. I'm just talking about hate crimes. I've seen where, you know, dudes, you know what I'm saying, in the hood, you know what I'm saying, jump on another dude because they feel like that dude was weak. And I encourage that person, hey, man, you know, and I stop, and I, anything I, anytime I see anything like that, man, I wasn't for it. I never been for it, man. You know, I got a pass. Everybody got a pass, but I really wasn't for that. Uh, sometimes love can get misplaced, man. You can get hurt so much that you can become bitter and you become unforgiving. And you don't understand that, man, through love, man, love will conquer it. Something you just got to give it to God. You got to give it to God. Um, Stephen in the Bible is getting stoned to death. And while he's getting stoned, he asking God to forgive those who are killing him. Mm, I heard a story across seas uh, from this guy across seas who kid was killed. Um, and when he went to court, the guy who killed his son, he told him he forgive him. Um, Man, you really have to have a strong passion to love on levels like that. Man, if it wasn't for these different races coming together, man, man, I don't know where we'll be at right now, man, because they've been killing us like crazy. I want to sit back. I want to give a thank you. To every black man, black woman, black girl, black child, everyone who stood up for the cause or who wanted to stand up for the cause of my people and marched all around the globe for equality to be treated equal, I want to say thank you um, to all my white brothers and sisters, man, on the front line. Had one guy of 74, he was pushed down, you know, and, and by the police, and, you know, and blood was coming out of his ears, man. For Just for the cause, man, of we brothers and sisters, man. I want to say thank you, man. That's a, that's a hard hit. I want to say thank you to the police officers, man, doing these riots and doing the peaceful protesting who did whatever they could to try to make things right, who took a knee, who prayed with people, who secretly cried for people. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to the Hispanic race for being there for us as a people. I want to thank the Chinese. I want to thank everybody of every nationality for stepping up to the plate and saying the way you treat black people is wrong. It didn't only happen in America, it swept across the globe. I want to say thank you because even though people have been dying all around the world from a pandemic, the world got so tired of us being mistreated that they came together, even though they knew they could catch COVID-19, just to say, man, this is injustice. I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. It takes a lot for a person to do what's been done 
and sit and be at war with their brother and sister because you're of another race and you feel like that this other race should be treated like you because we're a mankind and your brother or sister in your race disagrees with you. I want to say thank you for standing up, for having a heart, for loving. Um, it's going to take love to bring us to another level. Um, love will make you do strange things um, in a good way. Um, I've heard of people who it was to death do us part and they seen their spouse the last 10 years or five years of their life struggle with diseases and illnesses and they stand in a gap for their loved one to the bitter end. That's real love. That's real love. Man, I love God so much. I'm no better than anybody else, but man, I love God so much, man, to where I just can't let what someone say or what someone do push me to not forgive them. Not saying that it, it's going to be easy, but saying that, man, we have to forgive. We have to move forward. Because if you never let it go, it will eat you alive. Unforgiveness will eat you alive. Even though the person was wrong when they did it, you know, it'll eat you alive. Uh, I named my um, podcast Observing the Times. Uh, I named it after the sons of Issachar, which are one of the 12 tribes of Israel. Excuse me. I named it after the sons of Issachar because of, the sons of Issachar knew what time it was as far as what man should do during that time or that hour or that season. Um, so my podcast has been a little different. Um, so um, this is a time where we need to love man, love more, uh, be there for each other. People dying, time is steady moving, people growing up. This is a time to be there for one another. Um, my main goal is to uh, try to love hard and um, be there for my people. And those who are not my people, man, it ain't just a one-sided thing. Um, I just wanted to express myself on, on that level. I don't have a, a ton of Bible scriptures today. I don't have um I don't have um points I like to hit. I don't I um I just came over here, man, just to tell you, man, that man, love through your circumstances. Just because you can't love an individual because how they treat you, you can't love them to the capacity where you want, the way you want or what you feel like they deserve because of their attitude or things of this nature, that doesn't mean you don't love them. That just means you're just loving them from a distance. Sometimes you got to love from a distance to keep yourself from being hurt. 
everybody that said they for you, they're not for you. So I can understand that. I can understand that. Man, um, the love of God, man, sustains even a person who don't even believe in him. That's how much he loves us. He'll sustain you even though you don't believe in him. You might cuss him out, cuss him up one side, down on the down the other, but he still sustains you because he loves you. Waiting for you to make that change. And the sad part is everybody's not gonna make it. Everybody's not gonna believe in Jesus. I, you know, but man, my my thing is I'm gonna believe in him. I'm gonna stand on his word. Um everything I do, man. Or I've been doing this, been because um, I love God, man. Um, so I study things like evolution, and um, study things like um, string theory. I haven't got into it in a while. Dealing with time, time dispensations, to debunk what the world is saying, not because. I want to debate, but because there's no truth without God. There's no truth without God. You can't say that this world was created this way and that there's no sign of intelligent design. And then you lead people the wrong way because you believe that intelligent design is made up and God is was only good for a certain time period. So you can't tell me that. You can't tell me that God didn't so love the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes shall not perish but have eternal life, John 3.16. You can't tell me that don't exist. I've seen it supernaturally. I've seen it physically. I felt it. You know, it ain't nothing you got to convince me of. You ain't got to convince me about Christ. And how much he loved me. I'm trying to convince you. And it, it, when I mean you, don't talk about those who don't who don't believe. And it, you know you can you can only please God by faith. I know that. I know that. But man, I want what I want what's been given to me to give to um to somebody else to have. I want somebody else to have what God and gave me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not puffed up. I'm not none of that. You know, man, I'm just riding. I'm just riding for Jesus, man. If you want it, hey, man, I'll come for you, man. We can do this thing together. Uh, we can worship God together. We can praise God together, man. We can come up together in that thing. You know, growing up in the hood, you know, when one person came up, you know what I'm saying? He tried to bring the next man up if he was real. You know, the only way I can be real is, man, by giving you Jesus, man. That's the only way I can do it. If I give you anything else, I'm giving you, I'm giving you something that's, that's, that's not real. It's not real. It's faking in all our doors. Um, so I, I study not only just to show myself approved um, when I'm having conversation, but I study to debunk what the enemy has put out there um, because it's hard to tell somebody who only believes in science and explain God to them and not know how God 
created science. I like the way God breaks down science to me. I like the way God breaks down mathematics to me. I like the way God. So I study things that might be strange to other people, but I study it to get those who other people can't get. You know, a lot of people ain't finna come into a church um, unless it's a funeral. Some ain't gonna come into a church because they believe. So how do I meet them in their belief system? How do I meet somebody who's in the Hindu religion? Um, and they in the Hindu religion have 22 million gods. How do I meet them in their belief system? And how can I try to tell them about Jesus and what everything they read about is a God? So I have to study up on it. How can I talk to somebody who's in the Kudalini? And I and and I don't even know what Kudalini is, or and and try to tell them about Jesus without studying what what's dealing with their culture and their belief system. So what I do is I put my ear to the ground and listen for you know what I'm saying, listen for what's running my way, and um and I just study what's coming towards me. Today we're faced with a dilemma of um, people not knowing origin of love, um, not knowing how to love, or misinterpreting what love is. You know, the Bible says, even though you give your body to be burnt, you know what I'm saying, what I love, it means nothing, even though you talk with the tongues of angels, you know, saying what I love, it means nothing. You know, um, you know, out of everything, love is the greatest. And the, what's so crazy about it in the King James Version, everywhere where it has love, it has, it has, where love is, the word charity replaces it. And I'm talking about 1 Corinthians 13. So, when they tell you to love, 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 it has charity, charity, charity. And what is charity? Charity is when you give something without wanting anything in return. You have people who give a million dollars to a certain charity. You have people who um, give away food, clothing to charities um, to help those out who need it. So love is a charity that you give. And, you know, this might sound hard to a lot of people. It don't matter if they give the love back or not. You know what I'm saying? I'm required to love you because my dad in heaven said I'm required to love. So, man, I'm going to try the best to do that, you know, no matter the circumstances. And I know life is filled with challenges and filled with hateful people and people who are envious, people who are jealous. The Bible says jealousy is crueler than the grave. It's crueler than the grave. So you have to be able to love something that's that somebody who operated something that's cruel, that's that cruel and keep your cool. But the key to it is, man, you don't be right up on them. You love them from a distance. Those who you can share your emotions with, your feelings with, you love them on that level. Those you can only love by a handshake or nod of the head, you love them on that level. But at the same time, when you when you are loving, loving can sometimes leave you vulnerable. 
because you're exposing yourself or a piece of you to somebody else. And you have to be able to trust somebody who you're loving on levels that intimate. And the crazy part about it, you have people who've been married 40 years get divorced, exposed for 40 years. And then the husband just walks away. The wife just jumps up and leave, jumps up and leaves. You don't know where she at. And you're left with regret. You're left with a baggage. Um, but God says love is kind. Love is long-suffering. The reason you continue to love is because while you're bitter and you're hurting that person that went on with their life, and living their life, you let God deal with them people, deal with those people. You deal with what you can deal with. And remember, when you love, you are just showing a reflection of who your father is in heaven. And how you love can be a reflection of you. You have to be able to know how to love from a distance and love up close. It takes wisdom. Watch the people in your circle. God bless you. Have a good day and good night.